Welcome to the first episode of Dual Experiences. So today we're going to be talking about COVID-19 and all the impacts it has had on us as students and just humans in general. Yeah, and there have been uh, several adjustments we've had to make since we are fully remote and it's been difficult in some classes, but we've made adjustments uh, as they've been needed and yeah. Yeah, one of the challenges I think we face as most students and just with this entire new environment of school system is having less interactions with teachers and friends. Uh, I mean, it's definitely a change from, you know, sitting in that classroom and getting the opportunity to raise hands and whatnot. Um, But this has almost become like our new normal. Like I remember last year uh, when I was first told the news that we're going online, like all the classes are going to be online. I was like, wait a minute, like that's a little different. Um, But at this point, it, it has almost been something that we have learned to grow with and we have learned different ways to um, circumvent any challenges that we faced. Yes, and I would say that there have been major differences from going into lockdown and then actually starting the school year remote. I remember the very last day of school in person. It was just a regular day, but we were still in there. We didn't have masks and it was a fairly terrifying experience. And then we went on remote and that wasn't quite the best experience everyone was trying to figure out what the heck to do just because do you have asynchronous learning synchronous learning how do you start lesson plans and so uh, social interaction was low there but this year it started off the same way but i think it's gotten better and we've been just trying to find more and more ways to socially interact with people i've been trying to start several clubs or at least plan for them and i think that's just important to keep our morale up and our social health yeah i totally agree like when we first started like going into the lockdown and doing all remote classes last year it was a challenge for both teachers and students and it was something that we all had to accommodate with um but but over time we're we're learning to you know find ways to to deal with this new challenges that we're facing on a very daily basis um so one of the things that I really, you know, learned to do due to this pandemic is increase my communications with teachers via email. Uh, that was something that I didn't do as often before, but the pandemic really taught me how to communicate more with my teachers, even though uh, we are in a very online-like platform. And I think along that, we've had to use a great deal of electronic expertise, I know, that many of us have been exposed to electronics at a younger age. Many of our parents and certainly grandparents have not done that. It's just new tech these days. Mm-hmm. But I've been engaging in more emails just as deviation. I think just uploading things online, making sure it's on time and just being aware of dates. In that sense, it's almost nice because I know one of our teachers has the dates every day and we know exactly the time we have to submit it a nice feature of the platform we use google classroom and so that's that also helps me manage my day and okay i have to get this assignment done here or maybe i can push this off here so that is nice in that regard i know in the traditional classroom we just have to hear the teacher and just write down our planners and if you didn't uh, pick it up there there was no website or oftentimes there wasn't a website to go back there 
And teachers are definitely much more responsive to our emails. And even though it is COVID-19 times, I think that I highly appreciate that. And I think even though there is that, those online and digital barriers, it is helpful. And I think it is direct as much as we can get it to be. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, throughout, I think this pandemic has really given me like new opportunities, like you said, to explore different forums um, technologically. Like, like Oscar mentioned, we use Google Classroom for a lot of our classes, but then we also use Zoom and then Google Meets and then the new features with the breakout rooms in Zoom really, um, you know, allows teachers to structure their classes very differently than it was uh, before the pandemic happened. Um, so I totally agree. Like, I mean, there's ups and downs with the pandemic. Um, there are technological barriers. I remember in psychology, me and Oscar were doing a presentation, but then my internet completely broke down. So Oscar just had to take away with the entire presentation. Um, so there are ups and downs, you know, with, with this online setting, but there's also a positive side to it. Um, and I think it's really up to us to decide what angle and frame of reference we want to look at this new challenges with. And I agree with that. I was definitely fine um, doing the whole presentation to be sure that was fine. It worked <laughs> out. That actually reminded me just of other errors like that in other classrooms. I remember just, we were actually watching a video today and the teacher had it on mute. And that wasn't necessarily a technological error, but nevertheless, if you're not paying attention to that, our teacher could not hear us. He couldn't hear us at the time. And so it was just hard to say, hey, teacher, we we need to hear the video. Um, and that's also just another weird thing I've noticed. Videos aren't quite as clear. It, you can kind of see them, but um, if they're kind of staticky or not going as smoothly, it is hard to read them. And similarly, there have just been uh, problems like that in other classrooms and we just dealt with internet connections especially with our teachers and just seeing what we can do and we just have to be patient through this entire process yeah i agree it was very funny though today when our teacher wasn't able to hear us and we were just unaware of what the movie was actually talking about but i think what was really interesting is that even like in the struggle we kind of all jumped in and then we started talking about ways we can like tackle the solution so even though there's challenges that we face technologically, um, it almost gives us an opportunity to kind of come together and solve those issues, uh, which, which is really great, you know, especially in this time that a lot of people can be divided. Um, if we find a way to tackle our solutions uh, together, that is, I mean, that's just amazing. And I think one part of just tackling this new setting is really just finding out what we prefer to do as learners because in the classroom oftentimes we were just forced to do exactly what the teacher did or their lesson plans but now sure we're still doing the same thing but we have to figure out what works best for us are there distractions outside and can we do some of this work independently or do we need teachers help and personally for me i do like to work independently i'm do currently doing this uh, fully online uh, math class, extremely advanced. So I don't need to go into the details, but I can email a teacher for help, but there aren't any lectures. There aren't any direct notes I have to take. There are things I can do. I actually go straight into the homework if I can. 
And in some classes, you'll obviously not be able to do that, but it is some sort of freedom. And there's a certain player, remember, with great freedom comes great responsibility. I'm not sure who that's from, but <laughs> that is definitely important to consider. And, um, but yeah, uh, what's your learning preference, Tavisha? Um, I agree with that. I do like some independent work as well, but I also like working in groups. I really like hearing like different perspectives of other people. Um, and it's, I think in my opinion, it's really interesting how different people can have different viewpoints on the same topic. So that's something that really intrigues me. But I really like how you, the point you made about students having more freedom in this environment. Um, at first, I was a little hesitant since I almost use teachers as a backbone for how I want to do my assignments. But this pandemic really challenged me to find my own ways and find ways that work best for me. So at first, it was it was a bit challenging since I, I didn't really know what I was doing, <laughs> per se. Um, but I think really having that uncertainty gave me the opportunity to find new ways that find new ways to learn that work for me. And um, I mean, that's that's a very important skill to know just future on, you know, like in college and in, in future, like just future education. I mean, that's a very important skill to have. So I'm just grateful for this pandemic to give me that opportunity that I never really had before. And I think those, all of those things are important to keep in mind. And I agree the pandemic has revealed that to us. Or I think we've had to look in ourselves and just say, hey, this is what I need at this moment. And not only just with learning preferences, but we've just had to take care of myself. I know even before the pandemic, I'm just a great, just a big old thinker. So I just have to kind of shut the brain down sometimes. And so recently I've just started exercising more. And I've just been playing games with friends and family members. And I think that's just really important to consider. What do you need to do to rest? What do you need to, to do to recover? And obviously, because it can always be a problem, try not to procrastinate. Try not to stay up till 12 a.m. If possible, just because you could actually get more sleep because you don't have to go to school. But all, all of those things are good to consider. Yeah, and in some ways, I like to de-stress. Like you mentioned how you like to play video games and you started exercising, which is amazing. Some ways I like to de-stress is by going on runs, playing tennis. Um, I'm big into dance. So oftentimes when I'm bored, I'm, I'm in, like in my bathroom in front of my mirror, like jamming out to music and just dancing. Um, that's kind of my way to de-stress. So again, just like we talked about, like your responsibility to find out what works for you. Um, that applies not just in school, but also outside of school. What really helps you to just de-stress from life and almost find like an escape from all like the, uh, all, all activities that are going on in your life. Um, so it's really just a process about figuring out who you are and what works for you. Yeah, I would say along that, just doing more activities, it helps you with both your physical and emotional health. And so sometimes you just have to manage, manage stress, not just stressful thoughts, just stressful events going on in your life, just things you really can't worry about. Maybe one of your parents or, I don't know, a friend might be infect, infected by COVID-19 or maybe they've been laid off. All of these are concerns right now. They've been continuing to happen, 
been continued to happen, but it, even though it's getting better, all of these are still concerns. And sometimes you just have to let go. You have to do activities that you like to do, maybe find a new hobby. Or uh, I know, Tavisha, you like to meditate, and I've recently joined your clubs. And I think that's just helped me. I still have a lot more to do just to regulate my thinking and just regulate my stress. But I think it's definitely a good start. So, Oscar, you mentioned how, you know, the some stress that we can have is just concern for our friends and family. And actually, I have a couple of friends that actually got COVID-19. Um, and I mean, it's, it's a very stressful event, just seeing them go through the entire process. Um, but I think what's really key to realize or what I have been learning through this pandemic is that there's so many things in life that are completely out of our control. Uh, and oftentimes the stress that arises is our desire to try to control all these different aspects of the life that we can't. Um, we can't necessarily control the events that we face, but we can certainly control how we look at them, right? If you completely change your frame of reference to see only the negatives that the pandemic has gotten, maybe you only look at the downfall of our economy, the number of deaths that we face. Um, I mean, that is one way to look at it. And the other way you could look at it is that we are faced with challenges and that this challenges has got us together as a human society. So really how you look at these events is, is up to you. So the events you choose or events that you face in life is not necessarily in your hands, but the frame of reference of what, how you look at them is totally in your hands. Yeah, and I'd also say that you've probably heard this over and over, but it's just true. The world isn't perfect. You can't expect people to do exactly what you want them to do. You can't expect... Um, SARS-CoV-2 to do exactly what you want to do. It doesn't really care if the person right next to you is a friend or a family member. It just infects. That's just what it does. You really cannot avoid it. So instead, you really just have to protect yourself. And from there, if you're just quarantining, if you're not seeing anyone, then great. That's all you can do. And I think then you just have to enjoy everything you can. In some sense, it is nice to be at home just because you know where everything is. You don't have to go anywhere especially myself as an introvert, I think that is a good thing. But I did recently see that introverts are actually doing worse in the pandemic than extroverts, just because there is less social interaction. Don't quote me on that, but I think intuitively that just makes sense because introverts would get minimal interaction even going to school. Now, they don't have to get any. And that, that worries me. Just I do want to be able to talk to my friends and family, and I actually have um, one, I have my cousins that live uh, two doors down from me, so it's really nice to see them. And even though I'm quarantining from them at the moment, we can always do a social distancing and wave from a distance. We can, heck, we can wave from our porches. So things like that just to help with our mental health and, yeah, keeping us safe. Yeah, I mean, I totally miss hanging out with my friends. I kind of have, like, the same issues, like, there's family concerns that really inhibit me from, um, you know, really going outside and increasing my exposure to COVID-19. But I think in this pandemic, this pandemic has really made me appreciate so many things that I took for granted before. Like I, I didn't really take my friends for granted, but you know, I always knew that I'm going to go and lunch, sit uh, with them and then just have food and discuss all my classes. But now 
since I like that interaction, I, I really recognize the value of, um, you know, doing simple activities like that. Just going to classes and being able to raise my hand and talk to teachers. I mean, I miss those activities and I really, now I see the true value of them, even though before the pandemic, I didn't really, you know, consider them so greatly. True. I agree with all of that. And I don't think I've missed it just as much only because I like doing independent learning, but I definitely see that some people need that. And sometimes people just go directly and exactly with the whole lesson plan. Sometimes you have to be flexible. Anything can happen. Maybe there's a storm, not just COVID-19, but in any case, I think it is an experience we are missing. And at the moment with the numbers thus far, all of us may be going uh, back remotely, regardless of where you are. I know um, in our district, there are, just from where we live, there are significantly increased cases. And so we may not go remotely yet, but who knows? I'm not sure what our districts will do, but I think it's just important to consider this might go on for a while and we have to be ready for it. That is true. I mean, a quote that really sticks to me throughout this entire pandemic is that the only thing permanent in life is change. Um, and I think that that's like really significant to what we're experiencing right now. I mean, we don't really know what tomorrow will look like, you know, not just with the pandemic, but just um, all the different events in our life. So um, I agree that flexibility and being having that open mindedness is is very essential to not feel very stressed in this mayhem environment. Um, but yeah. And I would just say another quote that from Oscar Wilde, this is paraphrasing, but I'll get the point across. We're all down in the gutter, but some of us are looking in the, at the stars. So we're all down with this COVID-19 where all of us could be vulnerable. We don't know exactly what may happen. I know my mom was just jokingly saying that if you get COVID-19, you don't know what will happen with the alien infection, uh, invasion uh, next year or two. We, we don't know if aliens are going to invade. This is just 2020, people. And maybe 2022 <laughs> and 2021 will be worse. I, I really don't know, but just, yeah, I would just say we have to be kind to each other, be caring toward each other, and just know that we're all going through similar things. It really is not a competition to say, oh, I lost more of these people with COVID-19, or oh, all of my activities have been ruined. It's not like that. We're all in the same boat, and we just kind of need to look at the positive side of things and just see the best things we can do for ourselves and people around us. I mean, the fact that we're going through this together, I think that really creates a sense of bond between everyone. Um, So I I understand that your experiences with COVID-19 might be a bit different than mine, but we all share that common ground of this pandemic affecting everyone in some way or the other. Um, So if we kind of focus on ways we could bond with one another for that, I think that would really be excellent. I think that's true. We just have to stick together, keep up social interaction, and just keep doing things that we like to do. I think that's the main way we're going to survive this pandemic. I do foresee an end to that. It's just kind of all the way down 
at the mm -hmm. end of the tunnel, but it's there. COVID-19 can't last forever because quite frankly, nothing lasts forever. So that's kind of reassuring. That's true. That is true. Yes. Hopefully um, our scientific community will, you know, find all the solutions they need for finding a vaccine. But of course there's, I mean, it's extremely hard to get a vaccine there's, since there's so many mutations happening in the virus and you have to get the right shape of everything. I mean, it's, it's an insane process, but um, I do really hope that uh, we, we find a way through, we, we find a way out of this. I do too. And I've just been opening my eyes to more world issues. I've, I've been open to world issues before, but just now just with, I'm afraid more pandemics will occur. Maybe that's another topic we can talk about at a later date, but just for the time being, I think who knows what's in the polar ice caps, who knows where anything else is with all the events that have been occurring in the world. So that's just kind of a fear in the back of my mind. And I think we need to be able to do these types of things because we don't know when it will happen again. And I think it will happen again, um, but we can still stay positive. We can still stay safe. And if we do this now, if we get these skills now, I don't, it may not be as bad in the future. Yeah, I mean, experience is really key. Experience is so important and not just giving you the knowledge, but all the, so, the skills that you need in future. Um, my dad always encourages me to find, um, you know, the positives in, in every situation that I come across. Like, for example, um, you know, when, when something like makes me really angry, my dad almost encourages me to see that as like a teacher since it's teaching me how to not be angry. So, um, I mean, really like that perspective of how do you want to cha uh, tackle your challenge, excuse me, um, really comes plays a big role here. And I think we'll just have to keep using these skills throughout um, this or pandemic experience and yeah, just kind of uh, shape the way uh, we see things. And one thing, this is in this isn't a quote, but it's kind of a catchphrase I really like from a game, um, just to change the future. And we can't do a lot, but I think we can do a lot for ourselves, just to change the future for our lives. And I think that's all we can do, and that's okay. And and just beyond this pandemic, I feel like during this entire time, I'm learning so much about myself, about my peers as well, even though it's through online platforms. And um, I, I do appreciate it, even though, I mean, it's a very scary time and, and we don't, and there's a lot of uncertainty. I, I, I am grateful for the opportunities that this pandemic has given. And I really try to train my mind to look at it in a much positive way. And it can be hard. It can totally be hard. Um, and that takes practice. You know, I almost see seeing things through a different perspectives, like going out and, and working out your muscles. It's like you have to train your mind to think in a certain way, and then it will do that over time. Um, but yeah, that is definitely something that I'm striving to do throughout my life, to be honest. And I think at the end of the, the, end of the day, excuse me, I think we'll gain um, vital life skills and we'll just be doing this for who knows how long, but I think it'll be good. And I think we'll just start our lives or not start our lives, but continue our lives forward in good fashion and just continue and continue to strive as much as we can. Mm -hmm. Like just thinking about the podcast, like 
the the fact that there was this pandemic that we got more time and it allowed us to start this podcast like I'm even grateful for that so you know finding like little subtle things that make you happy and make you grateful for um that is I think it's it's very important especially in challenging times yeah and I think that's all for this episode thank you for joining us and we hope to see you next time on Dual experiences. See you soon. <laughs>